0: Welcome to Sports Beat with Rob Drum, located here in the beautiful My Little Falls studio. My name is Rob Drum, and I'm here with Dave Warner. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, all right. We got a great show for you all today. We have Travis Heiser of the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs with us. How are you? Good, guys. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. So we're going to jump right in, and we're going to get... Uh, Dude, talk about uh, the 2020 cancellation of the season that had to have been a rough blow with everything going on with COVID.
1: Yeah, listen, it was, uh, it was definitely, was something that uh, you know was unexpected, but, you know, we felt, you know, as a league that, you know, everyone's safety w- was definitely something that we wanted to take priority in. Um, you know, other teams played in, in other leagues, but, you know, for us, you know, we have a lot of families and a lot of kids that come to our games and are our players and, we just thought that the, the risk was too great um, for us to put, you know, players on the field and, and fans in the stands. And um, But it was definitely a tough decision for not only our league, but for our organization to say the least.
0: Right. And, you know, you can't, you can't take the risk. And, and, but now moving forward, it looks like you guys are gearing up for a 2021 season. You got a bunch of people already signed up, ready to roll.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, as soon as the, the season was canceled, you know, COVID in 2020, you know, we started preparations for 2021, Um, you know, and last year 2020 was a little different because, you know, we didn't know what to expect with COVID Uh, 2021 uh, moving forward and kind of having a little more understanding about what COVID is and and all the things that we need to do as far as PPE and and keeping people safe um, has really moved us, you know, forward in regards to that. So, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we got our 35 players are signed for the upcoming 2021 20, season. Um, yeah, sponsors are ready to go. Um, housing is going well. I mean, the city's been uh, amazing. So we're really excited, you know, to, to, to get moving forward and, and hopefully, you know, we can have, you know, we'd like to have, you know, maximum capacity, but whatever the state tells us we can have is is what we'll do.
0: Right. And let's take a look at your roster. Any, any good highlights that you have? I noticed that in the last couple of weeks you've been signing more and more people and you've been signing people right along since, uh, you know, December of last year. I think I saw on your Facebook when I looked it up and you've got some returners, you're all over the place. You just signed. How do you, how do you say Kyle's last name outfield from Palm beach, Atlantic university?
1: That's a good question. yeah. But
0: you're all, you're all over the place.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been, again, you know, we try to recruit the blue collar kid. We want kids that want to be here and, and, you know, this year's no different and we have a good mix of, of talent from, you know, all over the country. But, um, you know, specifically, I, a lot of our roster this year, to be completely honest with you is, is more of an East coast roster just because with, with COVID, right. You know, I, I, I did take that, that Avenue, um, you know, with Massachusetts, New York and Connecticut and Pennsylvania, usually they all follow suit um so i do have a lot of players from from those states in the northeast specifically um do i have a few from florida and and actually a few from out out west yes but the most of our roster is from the east coast just because i I knew with COVID, if if something happened it's easier for guys to get here that are on the east coast rather than you know all the way from california and whatnot so love our roster i know we do have some returning players keegan leffler played with us in 2019 he's actually played at herkimer He's at UMBC right now. Um, he's he's coming back. We have um, it's another kid from Herkimer, Cedric Rose, who played at Herkimer. Um, he's at UMass Lowell now. He's from actually, actually Massachusetts, so him coming back. We have Sal Fusco from UMass Lowell, who you know hit 97, you know this uh, this fall. So we're we're excited about our pitching staff, and I think defensively we're gonna you know be very good and very solid. And um, so we're excited for, for what we have, and at the end of the year. Uh, or end of the day, rather, you know, for us this season, yeah, we want to win. Yeah, we want to win championships. For us, it's just get kids back on the field and playing and having the opportunity to compete and, and giving the community um, something to do in the summer that's safe and affordable.
0: Absolutely. And you got uh, Zach Venero, who got the Brewers invite. That had to have been fun being an alumni.
1: Yeah, Zach Venero is, you know, I, I love Zach. You know, Zach pitched with us for three summers um, and he, he came all the way from the Utica area to play with us and it, it's it, w- it was great to have zach and zach's just exactly who diamond eggs are he's got a great family work ethic is you know next to none um and he's still chasing that dream and you know he's he's got the ability you know he's got a really good size i think he's six seven um but he definitely i'm glad he's got a shot and you know sky's the limit for him and, and that's really what it's about for us is, is watching these guys that have come through our program achieve their goals and, and get to that next level
0: and this year, you got a you had a change in the head coaching position. Corey Haggerty is stepping down, and Steve's moving up. And
1: yeah, you know, so, you know, Corey did a great job for us. You know, when he was here, you know, obviously things happen, situations occur, and, and you know, he's he's works at Utica College, and he's focusing on that program and his his recruiting that he's going to be doing for them. Um, again, Corey did a great job, and you know, for him and his professional career, that this was what was right for him. Um, and his family at this time, um, you know, we, we hired Steve Luby, who's been with us since 2014. Um, you know, he was with us in 14, 15, 16, 17, and I believe 18 He won two championships with us. Um, you know, he's an old school guy. He's from Oregon. He, you know, he's an old high school football coach. He played baseball at Oregon state. He's currently coaches out, out West as well. Um, very community oriented guy people seem to to really enjoy him um but again you know he's he wants guys here that want to get better and, and are, are going to you know respect the game of baseball and and not be an embarrassment to our organization and, and do things right within within the Mohawk Valley so we're excited to have him back for sure
0: and that leads up to a season's preview what are we what are we looking at so covid protocols are fans going to be allowed any of that any stuff that I'm missing that you know that we don't
1: listen, if if I knew some of that stuff, I, I wouldn't have to do, you know, the jobs that I do, but unfortunately I I don't know the answers to those questions. I think, you know, within each county is doing something, things differently. Um, you know, I will say that I think, you know, the vaccine coming out and I think, you know, the advantage we have is that we're an outside sport. Um, you know, we're going to have to follow protocols and we will, um, actually probably go above and beyond what, what the, what the protocols will be. Um, if, if our players have to wear masks, mask, we'll wear masks. mask. If fans have to wear a mask, I'm sure they'll wear a mask. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do everything we can to, you know, make sure everybody's safe and we can try to get as many people into the stadium as, as we possibly can. You know, we may have to use the outfield bleachers um, for social distancing purposes, along with our first base bleachers. And that's what we have to do. That's what we have to do. So we like to have, you know, 1,500 people every night, but if we have to, you know, limit to two, two fans per player, you know, or, or whatever that might be, um, we'll we'll make it work within the guidelines that are, are given to us. But ultimately, for us, we want to give our players the opportunity to to get out in the field and play because they've had a, a rough year as well. And at the end of the day, these these families need to get out. They they want to they want to do things, and you know, I think the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs and in, in the City of Little Falls at Betts Park, you know, it's a place. Is going to be the place to be this summer for sure.
2: You know, and it might be the perfect time to talk about that live broadcasting of the games too. We've always talked about. There you go.
1: Yeah. You know, we, we've talked about that for years and you know, it's funny, you know, obviously my, my high school thing, you know, we're, we're streaming games now, um, which is something that fans want and, and what we're working on. So yeah, it's definitely something we, we want to do. Um, obviously to provide something for our fans that can't make it out to the games, so yeah, that's definitely something that we're, we're looking into. I have to speak with Dave Warner about that a
0: little bit. Yeah, who is that guy? Uh, I I think we <laughs> I've can heard of I, I think we can uh, make a call. Him. And and yeah, like you said, you know, going back to the uh, you know, knowing what it's going to be. I mean, things have changed so rapidly and so much. It's like on, on when you go into your office, you need a baseball on one side, and you need the crystal ball on the other side, and the crystal ball usually doesn't work and probably been recalled at this point. So
1: Yeah, and and you know, listen, Governor Cuomo came out, you know, the other day and said that, you know, they're going to allow um, you know, obviously our stadium isn't 10,000 seats, but they're going to allow people into games, um, at 10% of their capacity, you know, like Syracuse basketball is going to be allowing some fans in, I know, like the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks and, and whatnot. So that's all good stuff for us. If it's happening now, you know, in, in, you know, February, um, we can only hope by, you know, the spring and summer that things are going to start to open up a little bit more. Cause I think people want it, um, you know, listen, COVID is real. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but I think people are, are ready to go out there and I think people, all people have to do is, is, is take precautions and do the right thing. And, and we'll have the opportunity to, to get back on the field and, and, and do things that we're all want to do.
0: And, uh, one of the other big parts is the interns and staff that's, uh, coming in. So you, I know you've seen a couple of people that you've posted. You've got a, a new intern coming in for the year.
1: Yeah, when you coming in from the year, um, she's a local girl from uh, Little Falls. And, you know, it's, it's always great when you can get local people back that are in college. And, you know, she grew up coming to the Diamond Dogs game. So she understands, you know, she knows what it meant to her and her family growing up and her friends. So it's, it's always great to have that local feel. Um, you know, all my staff is amazing. You know, my staff has been with me since I bought the team in 2014 and even prior to that. And it's really like a family. Um, And I think that's what separates us from other teams is that, you know, for our fan base and for myself and my family and and our staff, it's it's really just one big family. And you know, that's been really the hardest thing for for, for me going dark in 2020 and not having a season is not seeing people that I'm used to be I used to see every day um, for, for three months. So. I'm really looking forward to, you know, getting out there and seeing the people that I haven't seen and have supported us and supported myself and the Diamond Dogs um, because, again, it's, yeah, it's a game of baseball, but it's it's more about, you know, relationships with the community and people and our sponsors and the city and people in the Mohawk Valley. So that's what I'm really most looking forward
0: to. And one of my good friends, Chris, who I contacted before, just to get some of the background on this, he, you know, he had to postpone his wedding from last year. And so I know he's hoping to have a wedding on the, uh, on the outfield or wherever. Yeah. He's gonna do yeah it this listen,
1: year. yeah. Chris has man. He's been with us, you know, f- forever. He, he's a definitely, you know, a great guy. and Doesn't done a ton for us. And, you know, he was, he was kind of a little devastated last year because he definitely wants to have the wedding on the field prior to a game. And that's something we were going to do and, and kind of promote. And that's something hopefully we get the opportunity to do. Um, cause I know it's something that Chris really would like to do. And, I, and we'd like to offer that to him and, and Make it a big deal because it, obviously you know weddings are important. and He means so much to us, and and he's done so much for us as an organization. So
0: you'll, you'll have to talk to bigger. that Dave Warner guy to see if it can't be uh, you know live streamed out there. Hey, we can do that.
1: We'll see, if li- we'll see if it'll be live. We'll see if live stream. I, I think we might be looking for a wedding photographer. I mean, it,
2: um, I, 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 I gave that up, man. That's way too hard to do. Wedding anymore.
1: photographer. Nah, yeah, I got nah, talked
2: nah. into one last, uh, geez, September. Yeah, not doing that again. There you go.
1: Never say never. (laughs) Never, (laughs) never. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: And uh, any, any, uh, you got sponsors lined up and everything like that? Any, uh, if people want to be a sponsor, how can they go ahead and do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? So, you know, sponsors are the reason we exist. Without our sponsors and supporters, Diamond Dogs are not here. I mean, it's not. We don't just roll a ball out and play. There's a lot of expenses that occur within. Um, running this organization so we have the best sponsors in the league have a great support from all the people in the mohawk valley so you know without them again we we don't exist um you know this is a tough year i mean i really have kind of stepped back a little bit as far as going after people uh, and looking for new sponsors or current sponsors um just because listen the reality is it's been tough for everybody businesses are struggling um i'm struggling and so you know, we definitely want to get as many people on board as, as possible. Um, and whatever that, you know, dollar amount might be, it might be different than it has been in previous years. Um, but we, we want to get out and help in the community too. So if there's anything we can do for, for people and, and help them market, um, you know, we'll, we'll do what we can. But again, it's it's tough for everybody. So we're all in this together. So, you know, we're kind of kind of sitting back and kind of hoping the the economy turns back around before we start, you know, going after and, and trying to get new sponsors
0: and in your day job you are uh you're at oasj and dealing yeah with the OASJ, sports the
1: I'm, yeah I, I, I my day job that pays the bills i'm a i'm a, I'm a fifth grade uh elementary school teacher and, and i'm an athletic coordinator at the, at the high school so yeah you know obviously with high risk sports getting the approval here in montgomery county which is where i teach and where our high school is located it's been a crazy two weeks to say the least and and I will say, you know, being the athletic you know, coordinator and going through this process with the winter sports and high-risk sports starting, which is basically our, in our school, basketball, um, it's definitely been an eye-opening experience. And I, I think it's definitely going to help prepare me for what's going to be expected during the Diamond dog season. Because anytime you deal with kids and youth and within the community, um, you want to make sure everybody's safe and you found the correct protocols. And and, and again, it's definitely going to help me um, prepare for what we need to do for the Diamond dog season.
0: In, in your estimation, what do you think's been like the hardest and part of the from the high school aspect, not the Diamond Dog aspect of, of dealing with COVID besides, you know, you you got you got players and parents chomping at the bit. They want to go back in. How do you balance all of that? Because I'm sure you're getting multiple calls a day while you're trying to teach that they want their kid to play. And that that can't be that can't be that can't always be fun telling them. No, you can't, you know, hold, hold, hold. And I know in Herkimer County, they just had a, a little rally outside of the um public health department the other day saying let them play um because we're not online here and you guys are out there. So what's been the hardest challenge you think of um, you know, the whole thing, or maybe it's just not one aspect either.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a listen, that's a great question. I I think, you know, for us in Montgomery County and our school district, it's all about the safety of kids. But, you know, the reality is is that I think in again, this is only me speaking that things can can be done as long as it's done, um, safely. Um, you know, we're asking a lot of our, our student athletes in in my district, you know, face coverings, hand sanitizing. We, we have different protocols, disinfecting basketballs and, um, you know, mask breaks and hand sanitizing breaks every 15 minutes. So we're, we're trying to do things, things right. I, I think as a parent, you know, listen, I got a daughter, you know, that's an athlete and you know, she can't participate. Um, in, in her sport cause she's at the modified level. Um, again, it's, it's tough for everybody. It's a tough situation. I, I don't have the right answer. I, I think right now, the problem that we're seeing is that we see other States giving approval. And now even within our own state, we see certain counties giving approval um, such as Montgomery County has the approval to play. And then our neighbors, you know, Montgomery County and Fulton County, um, do not have the opportunity to play. I think that's very frustrating for, for parents. And listen, I I get it as a parent. um, But ultimately those decisions are made by people that, um, you know, are much more smarter than I am and have their own reasons why. But again, I think that the mental health is a huge issue with all this with with kids and athletics and sports and school. Um, I think, you know, we're going on a year now. So if we can kind of give any kids a sense of normalcy, and do it while providing a safe avenue, such as athletics, um, we're off for it.
0: How do you move forward even scheduling games at this point? I mean, you, you've got to have a limited pool of where you can go.
1: Yeah, I mean, f- for us in Montgomery County, we can only play Montgomery County schools. So f- for us, you know, that's four schools. So we're playing a basketball season with eight games. And we, you know, we're, we're, we're a class D school. Um, we actually are playing a double A school tomorrow night. Um But again, for us, it's about getting kids on the floor, giving them the opportunity to compete, be around their friends who they haven't seen. Um, But again, this all has to be done, you know, safely. And, you know, the kids understand in my conversation with with my coaches and and my athletes at the high school level is that, you know, we really got one chance to to do this right. Because if we screw this up, you know, fall two and spring, we don't know if if that's even going to happen. So, um, our players, you know, are doing really well. You know, I'm asking them to, to do things that they're unaccustomed to. But, you know, if they want to play, this is these are the rules you're going to have to follow. And, um, you know, kids are resilient in, in that regards, and, and they definitely have stepped up. And I have no doubt that, you know, s- students in any other county, when when their time comes, will do the same.
2: Are the kids uh, in school all the time? or Are they virtual now? Or how are you dealing with the kids if you've got a mix that want to play sports but – Want to stay virtual class-wise?
1: Yeah, and, and here's the thing. So there's a thing called a bona fide student. So a student can be a total remote learner, and still play sports, and that and that's a that's a state rule. That's not a rule for school. Um, so we have kids that you know are um, remote students. Some kids go come to school two days a week. Some kids come to school four days a week. Some kids come to school in person, not at all. Um, but again, as long as they're re- fulfilling those requirements. You know, by state education department, they're allowed to participate. The only kids that aren't allowed to participate are homeschool students that are tr- legit homeschool.
0: Interesting. I wouldn't. I would never thought about that aspect of it. And what do you do? And this might. This isn't even a sports-related thing. But what do you do with like, you know, I, I think of a bunch of my friends when I was in high school. Um, I was on the, you know, the sports track and all that kind of stuff and being involved. But there's other people that are doing like, you know, the play, the music aspect of school. There's other extracurriculars. <laughs> any anything going on with them or are they just kind of shut down i mean you know the you got you got parents that are you know ready to go for sports but sometimes those things get drowned out in the background
1: listen you know i'm, I'm first and foremost a sports guy but again you know i have kids and i think the arts are extremely extremely Absolutely. important um i don't i don't think you know sports are for everybody and that's fine i think we have great kids within our area that are great at acting or you know for drama club or singing or whatever you know their thing might be or band or choir um i I think you're gonna see that happen you know and listen i i i have no i don't disagree with parents that have those students that are very good at playing a violin or very good at drama club why they're not i understand their frustrations of why are we doing athletics and we can't do this i get it you know i i totally do um Again, it's really up to each individual school district and what they want to do. Um, sports is just in the, it's in it's in everybody's forefront, and um, that's what people see online. But let's let's not forget about those kids that are, you know, good at other things besides athletics, because you know their mental health is just as important as everybody else. so hopefully, moving forward, um, you know, school districts will be able to get those kids back in and having virtual concerts or whatever it might be to give them some source of opportunity. To participate with their with their peers
0: and I I know you had mentioned that you're you got a game tomorrow night obviously you're going to be limited if at all to have fans and however that so what what digital solutions have you found for you know any of that kind of stuff that you're doing with you know you got grandma and grandpa mom and dad brother and sister aunt and uncle who want to come and you know you can only have two or three people in at a game
1: yeah, well, uh, well our, our, our league has taken a stance that no spectators are allowed at our games. So there will be no spectators. The only people that will be at games are or, or the administration and the people that are necessity to make the game happen. Officials, um, scoreboard operators, scorebook people, shot clock operator, and, and whatnot. Um, we are going to provide, every school in our, our league is providing a streaming service. Some will use a Twitter live. Some people will use Facebook live. We're going to be using YouTube. Um, You know, we just hope parents understand that we understand the the situation is not perfect. It's not something that is is normal. Um, You're not, we're not ESPN. Um, We're providing a video for you to see at home as a parent or grandparent. Um, You know, I just ask people that when that time happens, whether it's in Herkimer County or any other county that they're in, you know, be. You know, the the athletic coordinators, the directors and administration and everybody's definitely doing their best to to provide something for the fan and the parents and the community um, that they can enjoy.
2: I can't believe you're not at the ESPN level, Travis. That's what I'm thinking for Diamond Dogs. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, listen, I, we're not, I'm not at the ESPN level at all. But listen, my graphics are going to look really good. <laughs>
2: Oh, you got a graphic designer working it. All right. You
1: know, I, you know, I, I, kind of do, i on my, on the side, you know, I like stuff, but that's not as good as, 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 you know, some other people I know, but Hey, I enjoy doing it and and whatnot, but you know, it's, it's definitely been, it's been a grind for everybody in the Valley. You know, hopefully, you know, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and people do the right things and and I think, you know, this is bigger than sports and, you know, education is obviously first and foremost. I'd like to see schools get back to in-person as, as much as possible and, and and start there. And hopefully, you know, we'll see some sense of normalcy by, you know, in the springtime.
0: Well, hopefully you guys have a, a good season with OASJ and all the other ones that are, you know, all the other sports that are coming up. And you guys can finish out the season and you uh, you have a good Diamond Dog season coming up as well.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, for us and with the whether it's, you know, the diamond Dogs, which is collegiate baseball, or whether it's, you know, Herkimer college or Utica college or any of these other teams that, you know, play locally high school level, I think, you know, the stance is going to be, you know, almost like survival. Like we want to get out and play, you know, it's not about wins and losses. It's about, you know, making it through a season, keeping everybody safe players, fans, and, and everyone involved. So, for us at the diamond dogs, you know, obviously we, we do want to win and, but I'm going to measure our success this year on um, how we handle the safety um, of our fans and our players and making it through and keeping everybody healthy.
0: And, and, you know, that's a good point too, you know, it, and the love of the game is going to definitely come back. We, you know, we had blackout periods of sports all across the world, not just here. And, you know, I think it puts everything back in perspective in the, you know, if you really have love for the game, this is what you're going to have to do to get back there. And there's a lot of people that want it to be normal now. But like you said, you got to do the right thing. You got to take the steps to, you know, phase and increment things back into get to whatever normal is going to look like on the other side. And, you know, if you're really out there playing like you guys at Diamond Dogs or the high schoolers around, they're really going to have to have a, you know, a love for the game because they're going to be challenged with what it looks like this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then and everybody I've talked to from, you know, college athletes college coaches high school kids high school coaches to even you know professional athletes that have played for us and are playing major league baseball i think everybody's willing to do what they have to do to to, to play a season and if that means wearing mask and that means sanitizing that means you know, we're, you know two fans per player or you know limited capacity i think everybody's willing to, willing to do that so i think we're all in it together um You know, so we want everything to be back to normal, too, moving forward.
0: Sounds good. Well, we wish you all the uh, best and everything at the high school level and at the Diamond Dogs level. And uh, once you get your season on the Diamond Dogs up and running, you'll have to come back and give us a a mid-season update or send somebody over to give us a mid-season update of what's going on, and we'll be in touch.
1: Absolutely. You know, I I appreciate everything you guys are doing. And like I said, I think it's great for the community and, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, and, and, and definitely stay in touch.
0: Thank you, Travis. That's Travis right. Heiser with the uh, Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs and at OESJ. We're going to now go to commercial break, and we're going to come back on the other side. Need to find
2: that gift for someone special? Visit Little Falls Presents at the Stone Mill and Canal Place. Stop by today to find unique artist work, T-shirts, coffee cups, gift towels, greeting cards, tote bags, koozies, and original oil paintings and prints it's all about the art of the gift for more information visit mylittlefalls.com slash shop or call 315-508-5310
0: for details so we are back so this is my first time doing a podcast so just to give you guys a, a expectation of, of what to expect you know usually we would have a we'll do an interview try to every week um Dave's going to hook us up with people. We've got some possibilities of some getting people here remotely on Zoom. I think we can do that, right? We can
2: do that. Yep.
0: Is there anything we can't do? I know we're not ESPN, but.
2: You know, I was teasing about that earlier. Uh, That's where I want to go, you know, but yeah, I think we can, we can do a mix of call-ins. We can do Zoom. We can even, as we move along with the show and it gets better and we want more interaction. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways I think to bring people in, and that's what I'm always looking
0: for: is how do we
2: engage more people Absolutely. in the process?
0: And then uh, we'll, we'll we're taking over what used to be called the press box, so there will be a segment every show try to of the press box, which is kind of a like a, a local and regional roundup. Um, so if you are a coach or a player or a fan or anybody out there that has any local sports. Um, Please let us know what that is, and we'll try to put that in our podcast. We're going to do this once a week, and uh, so send it over. if you're And if you're especially a coach or somebody who does stats, send over your final analysis of game, box scores kind of things, and we will definitely try to cover what we can, any highlights, any fun stuff. Um, we are going to be live on Facebook and Twitter once those get set up, so if you have any fun clips, somebody doing something cool, um, you know the play of the game kind of thing. Somebody sinks the half court shot at the buzzer. We always love to see that kind of stuff. So send it on over. Obviously, we'll probably touch on current events. We got a we got a good list of people that we're going to try to get on here and and grow and get a get a community here starting here. But you know we can we can go anywhere. You know national, local, and anywhere in between. So
2: it's all sports all this time, right? Right, and yeah. sports are coming back
0: hopefully, like Travis just said. So. Hey,
2: yeah, oh, well, that was a good announcement that you know, in New York state, yep. they're allowing sports, you know, 10,000 or more. And that, that opens it up for the AHL and everybody here. Right. So
0: yeah, it's one day at a time. I mean, especially with, you know, everybody, you know, I'm a sports fan, so obviously I'm doing a sports podcast, but you're, you, you got to do it one step at a time Yeah. and you got to do the right thing. And if, 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 you know, if you open it all up and then everything goes to hell in a handbasket real quick, you're going to find out that there's a blackout period. And we don't want to put anybody in danger and everything like that. So go slow, get there, get the vaccination, move it along, and then let's get back to normal. And hopefully, we can join Travis and the Diamond Dogs this summer and get everything going with that and figure out what goes on from there. But who knows? Like Travis, like he said in the interview, you know, we don't we don't have a crystal ball. If we did, we would. Yeah, I'd be betting numbers, Powerball. Yeah, I'll <laughs> split it with you, fifty fifty. Easy. We're, we're gone. <laughs> we're, we're gone. We're gone. See you.
2: Sports show's one, done. One wait, episode. Wait, one episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: one hit wonder. So, yeah, so that's thats going to do it for this episode, and um, we're going to come back with you next week. Uh, we have a great show lined up for next week. Uh, one of the person that I went to college with, his name is Tyler Head. He is the communications manager at Atlanta Motor Speedway. He's going to go over some of the NASCAR stuff coming up for the season and give a, a, a post kind of game wrap-up of the Daytona 500. So tune in next week when we have Tyler Head from the Atlanta Motor Speedway on there to talk all of our NASCAR fans out there and we will see you later.